This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. We know a Democratic Senate can confirm President Biden's nominations, and most importantly, even a Supreme Court justice, should there be a vacancy. But that's about all we know. Republicans are trying to unpack why they lost when expectations were astronomical. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer believes Democrats prevailed because of former President Trump. Some congressional Republicans privately tell Fox they believe the former president dragged the party down in some regions. But other Republicans stand by the former president. Right now, Kevin McCarthy lacks the votes to become House Speaker. That leaves House Republicans scrambling. Some conservatives demand someone besides McCarthy. Not only... Not only did Republicans, as was widely anticipated, not only did Republicans not pick up any seats in the Senate. Can you believe over the weekend they've managed to lose at least one? Can you can you believe this? By the way, uh, he's absolutely right. And, and a lot of folks say, well, this is to blame. It's Trump. It's this. It's that. Because everybody and their mother-in-law said Republicans going to pick. I mean, I remember, I think it was Christopher Arp says, what do you think, Brandon? going to be 52, 54 in the Senate? Chris, uh, I don't know. Thank goodness. <laughs> I didn't. You didn't take any million-dollar bets. No, I did not. You sound almost happy about it, though. I feel worse today than I did last Wednesday. Oh, believe me, I'm just putting on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just faking it, Marsh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Fake it until you make it. The only thing... Um, if you're not going to cry, if you're just going to laugh because you kind of feel like you're going to cry, maybe. Yeah. That's how I feel. It is. It's embarrassing. Yeah. it's embarrassing. It's hurtful. It's really frightening when you really think about what could potentially happen over the next two years. But And everybody, well, this is to blame. Trump is to blame. And I do believe some of that. But here's what I'm really starting to think now. Because as you heard in that Fox report there, people saying, oh, there were a lot of Republicans that were saying, hey, you know, yeah, Trump really isn't good for the party. Maybe we should go a different direction. Why didn't they say anything back then? We have a... a once you're a member of the Wake Up Columbia family, or the Wake Up Mid-Missouri family, wow. you're always a member of the family. We had a guy, Jeremy, thank you, Andy. Andy Humphrey. Andy's giving me Slow a clap. clap. Slow clap. Gold star at 610 in the morning. Uh, Marsh, do you know what the count? We said uh, if if uh, anytime you mess up the name of the show, it's pizza. And I think Steph owes a few pizzas. I owe a few. Hey, I cashed in on my pizzas the other day. Marsh. Marsh, I don't, yeah, that's right. Steph bought pizza the other day, Marsh. Uh, I think I'm good still. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Hannah? I'm good. You're good. So Brian's just, not here to defend himself, so I think he owes us pizza. Uh, Andy Humphrey is in for Brian Houseworth this morning. I am Brandon Rathert. Stephanie Bell sits to my left. You can see that if you're watching on our YouTube channel, though, she's actually to the other way. Not the left, she's to the right. Uh, there's producer Hannah. So I'm starting to wonder, why didn't some of these people, if they're, if Fox is saying, listen, we had Republicans in the Senate and the House come up and say, hey, listen, even well before the election, like, man, Trump is bad for the party. He really is. I wonder why they didn't say it out loud. There's been a lot of people, though, saying that. I mean, I think over the summer, you, you and I have had that conversation. Sure. Do we want Trump to be the nominee? And everyone was, maybe they weren't shouting it from the rooftops, but everyone, no one was excited to say yes. Yes, I want Trump to, everyone's saying, you know what? I supported him before, but I, I'm not sure he's the right guy for 2024. And I think we probably should have been more vocal and louder, but I mean, are we going to be stuck with him? Is he going to make an announcement tomorrow? And and we're off to the races. Who could beat him? 
I wonder why they didn't say anything. Uh, because now, it's easy now when you're right. Yeah, armchair quarterbacking, yeah, right? A lot yeah. of people are doing that these days. We're like Patrick Mahomes. By the way, four touchdowns yesterday? Pretty impressive, yeah. Uh, and how many total yardage, uh, how many total yards? He's like almost five. Thirty-one, I want to say. Man, Mahomes 331 yards total for the uh, Chiefs. I think almost 500 cruising in the AFC West. Um, <clears throat> but Because it, it, it's easy to come back. And, oh, we should have done this. We should have done that. When it's this important, I'm, I, I don't understand what, what it is. that. I, I guess it's fear. Fear is always a motivating fact. I don't want to come out and speak against the big guy. I don't want to say what I really think because I don't want to lose half my audience here on Wake Up in Missouri, right? Seriously. Well, and if you're very high profile, I mean, Trump is like the ultimate. He issues the ultimate clapbacks. I'm too old for this. But like, I mean, he you saw him take all those shots at DeSantis last week. I mean, if you get crossways with him, he will find ways to destroy you on the internet, and he's good at it. So, I mean, he's not coming after you or me, but why are all of the, you know, the big-time people not going against Trump? Because, yeah, I mean, I have lots of friends who are still ardently Trump supporters, and, and I, I am not a, I would not say I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm just, I'm more about how do we win in 2024? Yeah. I had uh, started to tell a story of a wake-up uh, mid-Missouri family member, Jeremy, who asked me, November of 2020, he came up to me in private. He said, do you think Trump is going to win? And I looked at him and I said, no. I said, I won't say it out loud, but I just, it doesn't mean I don't support him. doesn't mean I didn't vote for him three times that day is what it means is <laughs> did I like his chances of winning. <laughs> Maybe you should have voted for him five times. <laughs> that would have been uh, that would have been the thing. And I want to highlight something uh, here. And this is I'm going to play. It's almost two minutes. Usually I don't like to uh, to play the full thing. But Dave Chappelle, SNL, uh, he had a really good take on Trump's popularity. And Chappelle, by the way, I guess there were some writers for Saturday. Oh, my God, you're going to let Dave Chappelle host? Well, I'm not writing any jokes for y'all. The show was really funny Saturday night. It really was. He's a master. <laughs> uh, not only was Chappelle funny, but the SNL weekend update, and I get it. People don't like to watch because they always criticize. It's humor. That's all it is. Uh, the show was actually, the whole show was funny. The SNL weekend update, them cracking on Biden, some really good stuff that we are going to be highlighting throughout the morning but this is two minutes dave chappelle and his opening uh monologue and he put this in a way i'm like oh maybe there's something to that he's what i call an honest liar <laughs> well i'm not joking right now he's an honest liar that first debate that first debate i've never seen anything like it i've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs this whole system is rigged he said <laughs> and across the stage was a white woman hillary clinton and barack obama sitting over there looking at him like no it's not i said now wait a minute bro <laughs> it's what he said <laughs> and the moderator said well mr trump if in fact the system is rigged as he suggests what would be your evidence you remember what he said bro he said I know the system is rigged because I use it. I said, damn. <laughs> you know? and then he pulled out an Illuminati membership card and chopped a line of cocaine up and put it right into the podium. <laughs> no one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. <laughs> 
want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't, because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, a star was born. <laughs> no one had ever seen anything like that. No one had ever seen somebody come from inside of that house, outside and tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing. Inside of that house. They just went right back in the house and started playing the game again. Uh, I love that, and I love the audience reaction in the middle. He says, he says yeah, uh, I take advantage of it. And you don't want to change it because you and your friends all benefit. And the crowd, you could hear that reflective like, oh, yeah, you're right. So over the weekend, uh, Nevada Senate goes to the Dems. Arizona Senate goes to the uh, goes to the Democrats. So we're already we're down. And this is even and I really and if if there were a chance that Herschel Walker was going to run the uh, win the runoff coming up December the 6th, I think those chances are are even thinner now because here's what I think. I think it's uh, it's the parachute pants thing. Oh, parachute pants are cool. We're going to go buy some. Now everybody has them. Then we go, oh. Uh, maybe they're not so cool. So a lot of people think maybe it was cool to vote for Herschel Walker. Why? Because he's got an R behind his name and because he was a pretty good running back in college. That's why I'm going to vote for him, because he's got the R behind his name. He went Biden-esque this weekend when he said, and I, listen, when we talk about slip of the tongues and saying dumb things, Hannah gets my back on this. There's very few people that say more dumb things than... Uh, Brandon Rathert. I get my words discombobulated all the time at Herschel Walker over the weekend saying something. Uh, I will be the greatest, uh, or the, the United States is the greatest country in America. Um, put that in your campaign ad. Marsh, how many, um, with all these new election laws nationwide and in Missouri, how many hundreds of complaints did you get in the newsroom regarding issues with, uh, with voting here Tuesday? The only thing we heard was the uh, the clandestine Department of Justice uh, poll watchers masquerading as an Amron line crew. Yeah, that was about it nationwide. And it was an Amron line crew. It was actually Amron, for real. <laughs> it's like watching the movie The Cable Guy with Jim Carrey. Everybody, whenever they're trying to be covert, they dress up as linemen. <laughs> Nobody, I'm a lineman. Nobody will uh, suspect anything. Uh, nationwide, the number of problems at the polls, you had these new election laws in Georgia, which was going to severely limit the vote. What happened in Georgia? I think they had the highest turnout ever. Yeah, huge turnout. Problems in Missouri with having to show your ID? Not a problem. Not a problem. Coming up, six thirty-five. As a matter of fact, so right now, the way the uh, with the, the way the economy is and everything, I know people are looking for side gigs. Uh, there's a lot of people that figured out already. OnlyFans is not it for them, but maybe this is for you. It's something we all do anyway. We're all doing it on a regular basis, but you can actually get paid to do it. So we're going to try to help your checkbook a little bit. We're going to do that at 6.35 this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Andy Humphrey in for Brian Howsworth. Stephanie Bell, producer Hannah I and Brandon Rather getting ready for the daily DC rundown five minutes from now. I, I, uh, I am scared to even look underneath the circus tent this morning, Steph. You should be especially scared because uh, Biden is sitting down with uh, Xi Jinping 
So what we can expect today from that? This is like, remember like when your kid, I remember when my kid is very, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. That their kids are having a, a access to a great education and, and that's what we want to do. All right, so that's maybe one thing to feel good about. That is Congresswoman-elect in Oregon. Her name is Lori chavez Derimer. She is from Oregon, incredibly blue state. And uh, she is going to Congress as a Republican, flip that seat. And the district she represents is kind of like, think of, I think a good local example, Columbia, Boone County. Columbia, incredibly liberal and progressive. Boone County, right out of city limits, the opposite, kind of in that area that she won there. That's getting us into, oh, and the other thing we can feel good about, at least we live in Missouri. You know, I think someone's been saying something about candidate quality. I think that's bearing out more and more. Uh, in this election. Um, of course, uh, Democrats now are keeping control of the Senate uh, with the win in Nevada. Um, there's still a Georgia runoff, but Democrats already have 50, so we had a really bad weekend. Oh, and then the Arizona gubernatorial race still un, uh, undecided. I was getting there. Oh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah, no. So uh, Hobbs uh, is still up. Uh, Lake has not been up at all. Hobbs is currently leading by 26,000 votes, but her uh, her lead is narrowing. Um, apparently, there's still about 160,000 remaining votes to be counted. Like, Arizona is literally keeping a tally on a chalkboard or something. They're taking forever. Also this morning, Biden is going to China. That's why. <laughs> oh, do you have that coming up, too? I do. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I My do. Bad. Um, but I, I think you mentioned this earlier. One, uh, you know, so we've had not a great weekend. Um, I think one thing that has borne out, though, is even the voting rights groups that said all these people were going to be disenfranchised. They're mum this morning because there really is very little evidence that there was a lot of um, election interference. I do think. Uh, I do think a lot needs to be done with regard to mail-in balloting, early voting, and the counting. I think there's there's some issues there that you we don't are like the early voting. Um, in Missouri, I do. I think other states uh, there are issues. Did you early vote? I did. Yeah. I did. I'm, I'm okay with it too, man. Yeah, the two week, uh, no excuse in person absentee. I think I'm okay with. I think we need to get. I think Republicans need to get a better strategy around how to get our people to use early voting. Um, but you know, I I, I, I rather enjoyed it. Um, oh, so Biden. As a matter is, of fact, I like early voting so much. Can I go ahead and vote for president 2024 today? No. Brianna Lennon, Steve Korsmeyer, Marsh. You think Steve would let us come down and vote for president 2024? Worth a shot. All right. Not happening. All right. So uh, Biden is in China um, this morning or today. Uh, th this is their first in-person meeting since he became president. Um, he's coming in saying, I'm stronger than ever because I'm bolstered by my you know, Senate win. And of course, uh, Xi Jinping was just re-awarded um, a five-year term in October. So he, you know, he's kind of also bolstered by his, his party backer or his supporters. Um, and Biden's just saying, we got to figure out where the red lines are. I don't like, how close are we getting to the line? Like, I want to be really careful about like, usually you figure out where the lines are by stepping over the line. And I just don't think we can do that with China. So, like, let's be really careful when we start talking about red lines. It's kind of like when you do, let's say, like a morning talk show. You don't ask for You do it. And then you go, oh, okay, we should have done that. And this is the guy wrapping us on a worldwide stage with the Chinese leader. No, no, I'm just saying. I just, I just found it interesting that uh, Biden's being a pop of a, 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 a cop of... Biden's being an extremist. I wonder if you're a translator, and let's say Joe is saying that while you're talking with this Chinese leader. Does the translator repeat all the gaffes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think so. I think they just kind of like shrug. And like, um, so the president is, Biden is saying, I'm coming in stronger. But you have to wonder, you know, they've got to be seeing all of this in the media, these gaffes and other things. And I'm wondering, you know, for China, is this really a test for the U.S.? You know, that do they want to just confirm in person? Is he really as weak as the media portrays him to be? And that's what really makes me nervous, because if in person they perceive him to be even weaker, you know, what actions might they take? And that's scary. It's like this. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Things you need it, right? We all need it and they know it. And so the best thing to do individually is be smart about it. More and more people. By the way, Stephen Herman, financial advisor, chatting with KOMU Channel 8 about credit card rates and how they are going up. And it sucks because more and more people right now out of necessity having to rely on credit cards to do things like extravagant things like uh, buy food, pay rent, uh, put some clothes on the kids. They're having to. Uh, and that's good information there, especially for first time. Uh, you know, I would like to think that I'm usually responsible and I've been and my my parents, I think, did a good job of educating me on how the world works and the reality of things. I didn't do a good job of following their teachings because I knew more than them because I was 16 years old. I'm not going to knock on my parents. I will say they strove to make sure that mm-hmm. I never wanted for much, despite the fact that I know that there were times where mm-hmm. there were tough times. So in doing that, I think they I didn't get a full understanding that things <laughs> cost money. <laughs> and I had I had a struggle there when I got out of college of having to pay my own bills because they didn't want me to have to want for anything. And they wanted me to focus on school. They didn't want me to have to work. And although I, you know, I, it benefited me in many ways, uh, you know. Yeah. So you heeded the advice, usually, except when it comes to the credit cards. I remember, Marsh, I don't know what it was like for you, your first credit card, but I remember. Oh, I, I was terrible with my first credit oh, card. Yeah. Everyone is. And I think my limit was like 750 bucks. <laughs> and the first thing I bought were some guest jeans and some Doc Martin boots. Right? <laughs> oh, I spent so much money on clothes. <laughs> and then... And then I remember going to the ATM and getting cash. And On you, the credit card? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> and that cash was then, so to give you an idea without saying too much, most of those visits to the ATM to get cash in the credit card were happening like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And the fees on that, on, on, yeah. it used to be really bad taking cash out on a credit card. And so most of the things that I was getting the cash for, uh, <laughs> not good. Uh, but I, it was almost, I remember going thinking, man, this is so, this is like playing the slots. <laughs> I'm getting money. Except, well. Yeah, it's yeah. fun right now. But then a month later when the bill came in, what do you mean there's a fee because I took out cash? What are you charging me interest for? I didn't buy any interest. I just bought some Doc Martin boots. That's why the Dave Ramsey method works so well when they do the envelope and they make you try to pay in cash. Because, yeah, it actually hurts when you have to turn over the actual cash. Marsh. Uh, and by the way, we've got uh, an interesting way to make money. I know more and more folks, what can I do to make money? But I'm busy. I've got a job and I've got kids and I've got a husband and I volunteer and I'm on boards and committees. Any horror stories from your first credit card? I think I was older when I got my first credit card, but I still made the same stupid mistakes. Everybody else getting overextended on it and then going, well, can't you up my limit? And they're like, why, certainly. (laughs) Of course we can. (laughs) Yes. 
absolutely. I remember that one came back to haunt me a couple times. I'm going, wait a minute, this this kind of racket here. I'm kind of going through it right now. Are you really? A little bit. Mm. I'm not like, I don't know, it's not upside down yet, yeah. but it's definitely, I've been at the very top of my limit for uh, for a little bit, yeah. Well, just just call the credit card account. They'll, they'll yeah. raise your Don't money. do that. No. <laughs> now, and I don't know if this is, by the way, we have some tips on how you can make some money. Um... But I remember too. I remember my credit card rates were like seven, nine, eight, nine, and nine, nine, and I had one that was eleven point nine percent. Now this is back in the early nineties, mind you. But I remember calling them saying, "Hey, can you lower my my uh, credit rate?" And they said, "Sure," and and they would gladly do it as long as you were uh, making payments. How many pairs of Doc Martens and Guest jeans did you buy with your first credit card, Marsh? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what I bought, but if it, it was something substantial that I didn't need, <laughs> something substantial <laughs> right. that I didn't need. The rates are that. high, though. I think my worst credit card story was I was actually an adult and I had a credit card and I stupidly charged something for like twenty dollars on a store credit card, and I think I was moving or something, so I missed the invoice, of course, and they charged me like a, I don't know a finance charge a late fee whatever and the bill comes and it's literally the fee is more than whatever I bought and I did I called and I was like here's what happened and they were really nice about it and took the fee off and let and they're like you've always paid on time but yeah I mean you can really you can you can really get stuck with some hefty fees and yeah you have nothing to show for it yeah and that's for- what happens to college kids especially when the table you know the visa mastercard table set up at the quad during registration and it's like yeah free money not a problem <laughs> i'm on it man i'll take it and even though our parents you know they advise as well it's heating that advice it'll be different for me i can handle my business i got this and a lot of people can't so how do we make money sleep studies there's also i saw this on twitter the other day and what was shocking is, number one, I was on Twitter. But number two, I'm thinking, there are people, I don't know if it's OnlyFans-ish, but be, so, you know, a lot of folks, they take part in sleep studies, not just because of snoring. I've been in a sleep study before, one of the most miserable things I've ever been through. You posted a really, a really nice <laughs> <That's> picture. <right. laughs> well, I went, I had a sleep. It was a year ago, as a matter of fact. It was a couple years ago, because I think it was before you... No, it was was one year ago. Yeah, I was here. Yeah, it was a Friday before Labor Day, and we all took Friday. Brandon had to get a sleep study, so everybody got the day off. Uh, But they attach all this stuff to your fingers and nostrils and head and then say, okay, go to sleep. (laughs) And you look like, you know, a messed up robot with all these wires. And like, how am I supposed to sleep? And does it feel like you're being watched? Like when you wake up and a little kid is like inches from your face and you're like, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I feel like I couldn't sleep if I was in a center where I felt like I was being watched. You're laying there the whole time because you can't sleep in the sleep study. And you're just looking around. And they do watch you. They monitor you. Right? I don't know. But now, apparently, there's, like, these websites you can sign up. It's kind of like OnlyFans, but not like OnlyFans. Like you register for these websites. That you wear your clothes. I I, I don't see the connection here. People will pay to watch you sleep. Not doctors, not therapists, not sleep experts, just people. That's weird. That's perverted. Sounds like the Columbia Creeper would get in on that one. Man, uh, authorities in Columbia, they're all trying to get this Columbia Prowler 
Again, I go back to fear this Columbia Prowler dude, kind of like southwest west of 63, south of Grindstone. Uh, he's got a bunch of young women, especially in apartment complexes, kind of uh, kind of disturbed. They're offering, I think, up to a $2,500. Is that the $2,500? $2,500 Columbia Crime Stoppers. Man. Uh, and that... Uh, one of our coworkers lives in one of those apartment complexes, and she is young and kind of shook up by it, understandably. Yeah. Uh, phone number, if you know something, there's video out there. Or not video. I sh- well, yeah, there is actually video. You can't determine who it is, but just some video. But there's a police sketch drawing of what the dude might look like. If you know something, 875-TIPS, 875-TIPS. So there's a way you can make uh, money. You can get on, you can find these websites. You want to watch, you want to pay it, watch me sleep? Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Because folks are just needing money and do almost, almost. Anything for money. New York. We've talked about this before. I said this was going to happen. I totally said this. I called it. So, if you've ever... You know what it's like looking for a job. Most jobs say pay based on experience, which to me usually means it's crap pay. That's how I read it. Uh, But a lot of jobs, they they don't list salary ranges. And I think as a job seeker, I haven't looked for a job in years, but it's kind of like, hey, I would just like to know because I'm going to invest... Some time and energy into this. I would kind of like to know just the ranges and very few people. Ballpark. Yeah, ballpark. Are we talking 150 grand? Are we talking a million a year? What do you <laughs> what do you want? Minimum well, wage. Yeah. And I find it helpful as an employer to go ahead and say what the range is because again, I don't want to waste my time interviewing someone and then walk in and be like, Well, I want this and to just be completely blown away but and say, Well, that we're never gonna get to that number, right? So I find it helpful, but I also find that if I wanted to not do that, I should have the choice to do that. But in New York, apparently you don't. And if you're posting salary ranges, the local government there is requiring you, if you're posting a job opening, requiring you to post a range. And I said, people are just going to post like a zero to a million dollars. There's my range. Could be could be nothing. Could be a lot. And that's so what they're doing. <laughs> they have a new law says you not you have to post what what's the salary range. And somebody named Stephanie Bell predicted a while ago before this law went into effect. Well, here's here's the uh, the workaround. You're just going to post whatever. So there's like a trauma surgeon job, and they said you could earn three hundred eighty four thousand dollars to eight hundred thousand dollars. There's another um, AT and T job that says well you could earn a hundred and three to 206 so now they've got you know and that's like ridiculous right um and so now they've gone back to the bill sponsor like what are you gonna do he's like well we're gonna have to tweak it maybe we'll put something in there that says you can't post a range that's like double the you know initial salary which i also think is ridiculous because there are jobs i think out there probably in mid-missouri that are the same job that you could say hey Thirty to sixty thousand dollars. If you come in with no experience, what's got you giggling, John? I don't know. <laughs> you could do it. You know, know. if I'm you have, if you're coming right out of school with no experience, and I have to train you, you might be worth thirty thousand dollars. If you've worked for thirty years in that kind of role, and you can probably train me on the job, you might be worth sixty thousand. So I don't think they can tweak this to make it work. I think they should get rid of it. Uh, welcome into the show. It is Wake Up Mid Missouri. Coming up seven ten. Holly V. Gring. 
Gingrich as everybody still tries to figure out. So in case you missed it, if you checked out over the weekend, which I'm a big fan of, I usually more often than not, I try to completely check out on the weekends. And I don't like to return the book on time either. But unfortunately, 2.30 Monday mornings, they, it's inevitable, man. They come around. But delighted because we get to come here and hang out with, uh, with you. Uh, over the weekend, the Arizona Senate race is called in favor of the Dems. Nevada Senate race called in favor of the Dems. So bottom line this morning, while our president is in China trying to impress China on how cool and powerful the U.S. is, uh, not only did the Republicans not gain any seats... In the Senate, they have lost at least one. Nevada, uh, Arizona goes, uh, those Senate seats go to the Dems. Uh, the House still up for grabs. It looks like Republicans should win the House. Yeah, currently Republicans have 212 seats. Democrats have 204. That's There's 19 races yet to be called by the Associated Press. Of course, you need to get to 218, but it's looking Good. I said that about the Senate last week, so I'm, <laughs> I don't want to jinx us, but it's looking good. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Most of it's just going to be snowfall that will continue overnight into early Tuesday morning, leaving us with a coating on the roads. We could have some slick spots for the morning commute. It's ABC 17 Storm Track Chief Meteorologist Jessica Hafner tonight. Snow probably like I think sometime after either 9 o'clock or midnight. And literally it was like 80 degrees a week ago, right? Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. So last week, temps wrecked. I think we had three days of record-breaking temps, 80 degrees. Right now, it's 25. It was cold yesterday. Yeah, and as you can tell, my sinuses are loving it. Up to three inches of snow tonight. And as I see some more of these things, I'm starting to believe more and more uh in the change of the seasons and weather patterns. I'm really starting to believe it. You said you've already seen snow. <laughs> this weekend, I got to hang out with Henry, uh, my dad, and woke up Saturday. There was at least three, this is south of St. Louis, three inches of snow. I saw pictures on Facebook, and I was stunned. I had no idea. It's like, wow, I can finally start listening to Christmas music. It's hard to listen to Christmas music when, when it's, it's sunny. 80. And 81 degrees. My thermostat is very confused, and I have confused it, too, because it doesn't know whether to be on heat or cold or what, and I just can't get it right. Yeah. Um, glad you are here. Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, producer, Hannah, uh, Andy Humphrey is in for Brian Housworth. My name is Brandon Rather. So, uh, so like, where I live, of course, 63, travel 63, roadkill all over the place. I live kind of, almost, not quite, it used to be kind of a, not a rural area. But it's even less so now. They're building up all around me. It's like Big Yellow Taxi Man, Joni Mitchell, and Amy Grant, and everybody else, Counting Crows, who did that song. I, the place I live, in the little backyard, plenty of trees. In the past five years, the constant hum of construction. It's called growth. It's called progress. And now I'm surrounded by a bunch of nice houses. And then there's me in this house built like 1965. <laughs> I feel out of place, man. Uh, so I see, you would see a lot of roadkill. And the reason we see more roadkill this time of year is, uh, and it's not just deer, um, but apparently, and I don't, this is odd, but I, it's mating season for most mammals in the wild kingdom. Like, there's a season for it. Well, yeah, they got to keep warm somehow. There you go. Well, I just enjoyed all of the photos of all of the dead deer yeah. all weekend long because I'm thinking that's one less deer that's going to run into me on the highway, hopefully. Good work. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Um, hunting. We don't have any numbers yet. Numbers are always kind of uh, fun. But it always makes me grateful. Um, how weird is that, though? Let's say 
you have three kids, okay? How weird is it that you do something stupid to get a mate? Not that weird. <laughs> I think we've all been there. <laughs> How weird is it that you would kill yourself running across a highway that you know you shouldn't do just to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Um, yeah, I think we've all witnessed that in person in the human form. It was probably a male. <laughs> <laughs> Not do, that weird. Do the female raccoons and deer and possums do that? Is it always, you know, that's a good point. I Maybe every time there's roadkill, just know that's probably not a chick raccoon. That's probably a dude. Probably. In search of uh, who wants to procreate. But you have three kids. Imagine if there was like only one time out of the year that you, you and your husband or anybody said, okay, if we want to procreate, I don't mean to get real personal on you. I'm just using you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Bell. Uh, but, like, you, you go, okay, but we have to wait until November. <laughs> I just can't. Then it would make you even more crazy, and then you would do even more stupid things. So I'm not, I'm not blaming the animals, but people should be on the lookout because, yeah, 63 has been just a carcass avenue as of late. There's a TV show. I don't know if it's on the History Channel. Marsh turned me on to it. He's a big fan. Uh, Nerd alert. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's a show about people that eat roadkill. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. GTS. It's a TV show. It's like on the History Channel or something like that. But these people, and there's festivals like they will go and literally.